You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, Mary and Joseph took Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate of the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in the sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that time, at that very time, She gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So obviously with the image of the baby Jesus and the candles and the the book of the scriptures, uh, we have today also, it's the last day of Christmas uh, in that sense because it's 40 days since the birth of Jesus and this was in the customary celebration. So today is the last moment of this past Christmas. Normally, Christmas is declared over on St. Stephen's Day on the 26th of December, but actually it lasts so long. And that's true also of the antiphons we sing uh, in the Liturgy of the Hours, and they still have the Christmas theme. So 
Now, we have so many points to make in these readings. It's a really amazing. Uh, we have Simeon and Anna. Maybe they're overlooked. And there's very little we know about them. And yet we know a lot about them because they have such deep communion with God. And Simeon and Anna really represent uh, their people. They carry all the wisdom and the experience and the suffering of their people. Uh, just imagine, uh, this morning I saw by chance when I was putting up the post on the Facebook, there was a report, and I just read about, uh, about a quarter of it, because it was, went out pretty fast, but it was um, the story of, it was published by an American Catholic newspaper, and it was their, their piece on Facebook, and it was the, the story of a young couple, and they, there was just a, their baby was just born, but three days after they were married, there was a very serious accident where the husband uh, died three days after their marriage. And, and this woman is filled with faith and with the view of God and now has the consolation of her baby. And she's completely serene and, and filled actually with deep joy. That's the, I could pick up that already. I just had a moment with that uh, little uh, post as it went through. It was very striking, and here we have a woman, uh, Anna, and she has lost her husband after seven years of marriage. And usually people got married very young. She was probably a teenager, and now she's 84. So just in her person also, she carries a great history. And in a certain sense, a history of her people, because her people uh, were without kingdom for so long. And now the king comes, the, the king of glory enters the temple to meet his people. And we have Simeon, and he is also filled with the Holy Spirit. And both of them together also reflect something else about the deep bond between the Christian reality and the origins of the chosen people and their preparation. And it's an interesting observation that both of them articulate the expectation. They represent it, they live it, they radiate with it, they vibrate with the expectation for the Messiah. And they rejoice that they have been blessed to see with their own eyes the Messiah. And this is a major blessing and also shows us how, you know, when Abraham was called there wasn't talk of a Messiah yet. Uh, that comes much later. And then little by little, there's the expectations are coming together. And they have reached a very ripe point, just even like the famous author, Flavius Josephus, who led the Jewish rebellion against the Romans here in Magdala. Uh, he describes... Uh, in detail, a lot of the messianic expectation that was ripe at this time. And so we have the Gospel of Luke referring that to us. There was an extraordinary sense of expectation that had come to a height, and it was an expectation for a spiritual Messiah. And this also 
has a lot of parallels, uh, and it's very logical in the development of the expectation from the scriptures, that it's not just a military, material, um, master, lord, uh, warrior, but here there's another expectation of a Messiah that's maturing, obviously with the grace of the Holy Spirit in their lives. These are two people who are very prayerful. Many times we want God's intervention not just to go and ask him for it, which we always can do. God is very willing to listen to us. But to have a prayer life that enters into the mystery of God, that contemplates God's doing, that retains it in the heart and ponders it and lets it grow, to grow in wisdom, to grow in understanding of the movements of God in history. This is very powerful. And the letter to the Hebrew also is obviously written into a very Jewish community. And so we have this reflection from going back to the descendants of Abraham and how uh, Jesus came in the flesh, the eternal word of God, incarnate to participate in our lives and our needs. There's a big contrast between the psalm which is a psalm of glory, celebrating maybe the crowning of a king in Jerusalem. Lift up your gates, your lentils, reach up your ancient portals, but it's actually a contemplation of God coming into the temple. And then we have the prophet Malachi, and he's coming in very strong. He's coming in with great power to purify, and yet he comes as a little baby. The way God surprises us in the gentleness of his entry into our lives. God doesn't force us. He doesn't crush us. He, there's enough crushing in our lives. But God is there with us to accompany us, to carry us, to console us, to heal us, to strengthen us, to lift us up, to redeem us. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.